بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده My brothers and sisters, one occasion when Abdullah ibn Abbas al-Anhu's formidable powers of persuasion were used was during the Khilafah of Ali ibn Abi Talib al-Anhu, <coughs> who was his cousin. Ali ibn Abi Talib al-Anhu was the son of Abu Talib bin Abdul Muttalib and Abdullah ibn Abbas, who was the son of Abbas bin Abdul Muttalib. So their fathers were brothers and they were cousins. A large number of the supporters of Ali anhu, in his stand against Muawiyah had just deserted him. Abdullah bin Abbas anhu, went to Sayyidina Ali and requested permission to speak to them. Ali anhu, hesitated, fearing that Abdullah anhu, would be in danger at their hands and eventually he gave way and agreed to Abdullah anhu, that nothing would happen, nothing bad would happen. These people who who were against Sayyidina Ali and who had deserted him were people who originally forced him to accept the Khilafah after the assassination of Ahmad bin Affan and later on they are called the Khawarij because they deserted Sayyidina Ali because they didn't like Sayyidina Ali's stand <coughs> because Sayyidina Ali who stood for the truth he did not stand for falsehood so he did not stand for killing of Sahaba he didn't, he didn't stand for maligning them and cursing them and so on. And so they didn't like that. So they wanted to kill Sayyidina Ali. Eventually they did manage to kill Sayyidina Ali. I mean, the, the, this, he, was a, he was also Shaheed, assassinated. But anyway, this is before that. So Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas who went to these people and he said, Tell me, what grievances do you have against the cousin of Rasulullah and the husband of his daughter and the first of those who believed in him? who believed in Rasulullah So he said, here is Ali ibn Abi Talib, the first of the first. He is the husband of the daughter of our our uh, lady, uh, Bibi Sayyida Fatima Az-Zahra radiallahu anha. And he is the cousin of Rasulullah What is What do you have against him? So the people proceeded. They talked about three main complaints against Ali. First, that he had appointed men to pass judgment in matters pertaining to the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, meaning that Ali had agreed to accept the arbitration of Abu Musa al-Ashari and Amr ibn al-As in the dispute with Muawiyah uh, bin Abi Sufyan radiallahu Secondly, that he fought and did not take booty or prisoners of war. So he didn't do that. He didn't take booty, he did not take ghanima, and he did not take prisoners of war because at the end of the day he was fighting. In the fight, the people on the other side were also Sahaba. Thirdly, that he did not insist on the title of Amir al-Mu'minin during the arbitration process, although the Muslims had pledged allegiance to him and he was their legitimate Amir. So... Sayyidina, in the arbitration, Sayyidina Ali was addressed by his name and he did not object to that. So these people, and that's why they were, the, they were called the Khawarij because these were extremists. These were the funda, the extremists in the religion at that time. So to them, this was a sign of weakness and, and a sign that Ali was prepared to bring his legitimate position as Amir al-Mu'minin into disrepute. In reply, Abdullah asked them that if he should 
quote and cite ayat from the Quran and and a hadith of Rasulullah to which they had no objection and which related to their criticism, would they be prepared to change their position? They said they would. So Abdullah proceeded and he said regarding your statement that Ali has appointed men to pass judgment in matters pertaining to Allah's religion, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, O you who believe, do not kill game while in the, do not kill, you know, hunt, don't hunt while in the uh, boundaries of the haram, the sacred precincts, or when you are wearing ihram. If any one of you do so intentionally, the compensation is an offering of a domestic animal equal to the one he killed and adjudged by two just men among you. So, Sayyidina Abbas said, I adjure you, I ask you by Allah, is the adjudication by men in matters pertaining to the preservation of their blood and their lives and making peace between them more deserving of attention than the adjudication over a rabbit whose value is only a quarter of a dirham. They, of course, they said, well, the arbitration is more important in the case of preserving lives, Muslim lives and making peace among them than over the killing of game within the boundaries of the haram which Allah for which Allah sanctioned Allah arbitration by men. So Sayyidina Abdullah bin Abbas said, have we then finished with this point? And they said, Allahumma na'am. He said, oh, oh, he said by Allah, yes. Abdullah then said, as for your statement, that Ali fought and did not take prisoners of war as Rasulullah did. Do you really desire to take your mother Aisha as a captive and treat her as fair game in the way that captives are treated? If your answer is yes, then you have fallen into kufr. Then you have left Islam. If you say that she is not your mother, you would have fallen into kufr. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala glorified and exalted. Subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, Rasulullah is closer, the Prophet is closer to the believers than their own selves. And his wives are their mothers. Which means they are entitled to the same respect and consideration. This is the ayat of Suratul Ahzab. Ayah number 6. So, Abdullah Adilano said, Choose for yourself what you want. They all fell silent. He said, Have we finished with this point? And they said, Yes, Allahumma na'am. And then he said, As for your statement that Ali Adilano has surrendered the title of Amir al-Mumineen, remember that Rasulullah himself at the time of Hudaybiyah demanded that the Mushrikeen write in the truce which he concluded with them this is what Rasulullah agreed and they retorted. Uh, they said, uh, Suhail bin Awar, he said, if we believed that you are the messenger of Allah, we would not have blocked you on your way to the Kaaba, nor would we have fought you. So write instead, Muhammad, son of Abdullah Rasulullah agreed to this demand while saying, by Allah, I am the messenger of Allah even if they reject me. At this point, Abdullah ibn Abbas said, uh, said to, the to the dissidents, Have we finished with this point? And they said, Allahumma na'am. Now, one of the fruits, one of the benefits of this verbal challenge, in which uh, Abdullah displayed his intimate knowledge of the Quran and the seerah of Rasulullah, as well as his remarkable powers of argument and persuasion, was that the majority of about 20,000 men returned to the ranks of Sayyidina Ali and another 4,000 
However, another 4,000 they, they refused to accept. And these finally came to be called the Khariji or the people who have left. Now, in um, this, at this, on this occasion and many other occasions, Abdullah showed that he preferred peace above war and logic against force and violence. However, he was not only known for his courage, his perceptive thought and his vast knowledge, he was also known for his great generosity and hospitality. Some of his contemporaries said of his household, we have not seen a house which has more food or drink or fruit or knowledge than the house of Ibn Abbas. So this is all given to people. He had a genuine and abiding concern for people. He once said, when I realized the importance of an ayat of Allah's kitab, I would wish that all people should know what I know. He never held back knowledge. He never was stingy with knowledge. Then he said, when I hear of a Muslim ruler who deals equitably and rules justly, I am happy on his account and I pray for him. When I hear of rain which falls on the land of the Muslims, that fills me with happiness. Abdullah bin Abbas was constant in his devotions, in his tahajjud, in his dhikr. I mentioned this yesterday in the story about his servant. He used to fast. Uh, lots of nafil fasts, qiyamul uh, layl, and he would weep while praying and while reciting Quran, and uh, especially when reciting ayat relating to death and resurrection uh, and the hereafter, the akhirah. We ask, and his, his voice would be heavy from his sobbing. He passed away at the age of 71 in Taif. We ask Allah subhanahu to help us to learn from the lives of the Sahaba and we ask Allah subhanahu to be pleased with us and never to be displeased.